Don't worry, it's just my menstrual cup. TV lately. Oh, yeah. I've been watching again. How's that different from any other time in your life? That's fair. That's a really good point. I watched a, a really shitty, it's called Army of the Dead. Fuck, I was going to see if you'd watch that because I really want to watch that. Was oh. it shitty? Oh, it's terrible. Are you <sighs> but kidding? like fun shitty or just shitty shitty? I mean, I, the metrics are completely different for you and me. I find shitty movies fun shitty always for the most part. What kind of shitty is it? It's again, it's like they... Put a bunch of people you know in a zombie heist movie. So the people doing the heist are zombies? No, the people doing the heist are trying to... So the frame of the movie is... um, I know Big Dave's in it. Yeah, Dave Batista, right? Yep. Is (laughs) working in a, a shitty diner outside Vegas as like the fry cook. And he did something wrong. I don't remember. I already love this. And some guy comes in and is like, okay, I need you to get this money out of the bank vault at this casino. The government has already like paid me back the insurance for it. Vegas is a hot zone. There's zombies in Vegas. Um, and they're going to nuke it in a couple of days. But in like 72 hours, Dave Bautista needs to put together a team <laughs> – to go in and break into the vault to secure like $50 million. And they all get a cut. And of course, they go in and one by one get killed by the zombies. So that sounds amazing. That's the movie. Uh, so then how does this become shitty? Because You that just heard great. what I said. That sounds great. It takes the best elements of Escape from New York, which I'm sorry, kind of a boring movie. Really stylish, but very light on substance. It takes like the best parts of Escape from New York, add zombies, and Big Dave Batista. Wait, was B- it Batista? Was it here? Was it Escape from New York or Escape from L.A.? Where Snake has to throw the basketball in, has to do the run and make like L.A. It was L.A. He rides the wave over the hills of Los Angeles. Yeah, he surfs. Oh, he made that shot, you know, when he wings the ball right there at the end. That was real. That's movie magic. And everyone was like, "Holy shit!" Not this time. No, that one, that one's that true. That one's true. That one's true. Um, okay, this Army of the Dead thing. You know I'm pro Big Dave. Big Dave sure. Podesta. Um, check his emails. Did you get the joke? No. Podesta. Oh, okay. Like John I Podesta, see, I Tony see. Podesta. I went right over my head. It probably went over the audience's head, too. <laughs> That's fair. Because remember, we are the voice of a generation of slobs. <laughs> um, okay. I don't want to talk politics. I don't want to do it. We're not talking politics. It was a it was a bit. All right. It was a bit. And I got a nice shout in there just for Emily. <laughs> yep. Suck it. Um, okay. What made this movie shitty? Because it's got a lot of ingredients that to me say sensation. Uh, the writing. The dialogue. Explain. Context. Ba- examples. Okay. So liken it to, um, I don't know, any shitty horror movie ever. Where they're like, set, again, you know within the first five minutes when um, this other guy sits down across from Dave Bautista and gives him the job. And he's just like, you know, uh, when they're like talking back and forth, like he's like, I'll do anything that gets me out of being the shit ass fry cook. <laughs> out, you, know, you know, it's just really a lot of like hacky, like building up of characters in that like first half hour where you get to know everybody and you get to love them. They've all got little personalities. Exactly. And then they just start killing everybody. Here's the thing. First of all, I would like to commend Big Dave on doing what everyone should do, which is get back out there and get working again. If you have to take a job at Panera Bread for $5 an hour plus tips as a cashier, then that's just what you do. Come on, America. Let's get back on our feet. But back to the movie. Um, Remember, hard dive into conservatism. Never forget that. We're going there. Um... (laughs) Anyway, we keep getting drawn off the zombie movie. Well, I don't want to ruin it. You haven't seen it yet. Well, yeah. Okay, here's my question, though. Does it take itself seriously in all of this? Or is it like 
wink and a nod. Oh, I, I got to take the job, and I'm a giant muscly fry cook. I mean, like, I like to think that like they make it a little fun. You know, they kind of have to make a movie like that a little fun. But is it acknowledging like within the context of the world that this is fucking ridiculous, or no. is it like we got this is a big stakes job? It's dangerous. No, this work. is suicidal. That kind of yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Tig Notaro is a pilot. Okay, question about Tig Notaro. Do you think they seamlessly integrated her into that with the green screen and the pickup shots? What do you mean? Do you not know the story behind that whole thing? No. About Tig Notaro's casting in this movie? No. Who what? Do you, How do you know who, this? Guess who, is... guess who had the role before her, Rory? Shot the whole movie with a minute. This movie, Army of the Dead? Guess who it was. <laughs> who? Noted sex pervert Chris D'Elia. <laughs> They had to digitally remove Chris D'Elia from the entire movie and do a bunch of reshoots and use green screen and like a body double and shit to insert Tignataro into the movie. Okay, I guess I can kind of see it now because when you, you that's not that great. You go, There's a lot of shots where it's just Tignataro by herself <laughs> talking to someone whose shoulder you see. But they obviously brought a bunch of people in too for reshoots and mm-hmm. but or maybe they didn't. <laughs> It's crazy what you can do with CGI now. It, it's it's absolutely. I can confirm. I just spilled on myself. Every you caught me in the cross. Single episode, you spill water on yourself. You passed me the puck while I had the thing on my lips. I sure did. It was pretty fun. Woo! I didn't know you were going to take a drink right then. I'm a professional, so I immediately abandoned the maneuver halfway through now, see, and got that. soaked. See, that's how you take a drink. I just did it right back in. Didn't spill it all over myself. Mm-hmm. I learned it when I was five. I always knew you were a fucking prick. <laughs> so that's wild. I, uh, I guess I got to go watch it again now. Well, this begs an interesting question. Do you think they go back to old movies and start doing this? Like take Kevin Spacey out of American Beauty? Ooh, I thought you were going to be like, are they going to go back and do this? I mean, we've already got Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. So yeah. what other <laughs> classics are they going to make into zombie movies? I remember how like unfortunately impressed I was by that book when I read it. This is really clever to put zombies in Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> and I will die on that hill. I think I did a book report on it. <laughs> I actually never ended up reading that. It was trash. And then there's Abraham Lincoln Vampire, Vampire Hunter. Hunter. Which Same team. Sleeper awesome movie. Again, terrible. It's awful. Takes itself super seriously. But I love it. I love watching it for that reason. It's the same reason I watched Entourage. I, I understand everybody needs to test their pain threshold every mm-hmm. now and then. So actually, that's a great question for you, King of the Shit Movies. Oh, God. It's a two-part question. So first of all, what is the movie that showed you the event horizon? What was like the one that really tested? Like, what am I doing with my life? Why do I spend so much time watching crap? This is so egregious, I'm thinking about taking my own life with a pane of glass. Well, I'm still going, so I haven't found that yet. Because that, I feel like, turns you away from watching crap movies. Like, you're like, that's it? It's over. I mean, I've seen some real bad ones. Like Trolls 2 is is pretty goddamn awful. But also, in the sense of watching it, just kind of sit there and you, you kind of laugh at it. And half of the time, you just don't pay attention. You make fun of it. I think that's half the fun. You're sitting there laughing, going, I missed three lines because I was busy going, what the fuck was that? Well, let's loop Hellraiser back in here because it's kind of that same concept. Like, I have such sights to show you. Oh. And you just have to, like find the absolute worst movie that's out there and see if it breaks you. Well, I don't know what that would be. Exactly. I've, I've seen all the, the cliche ones. I've seen the Battlefield Earth, and I've seen The Room. Yep, the big, the heavy hitters. Yeah, I've watched a lot of Seagal, as we all know. Mm-hmm. So Seagal is one of those that people, again, that's, that's the epitome of bad, good movie. And I'm not talking about Under Siege, which I legitimately think is a great movie. No, me too. <laughs> but Steven Seagal is the antichrist of direct-to-video schlock. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like he he is the one probably who could touch the void. You and just make put something two so extreme bad. words together, and he's made that movie. <laughs> Colossal genocide. Yeah, somewhere there's just a picture of him eating ham sandwich on like a, a Ukrainian DVD box. This was supposed to be rye bread, and then he just beats a guy up. Maximum overload. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, T Pain's in that. And you're just like, look, at they're, they're riding four-wheelers. Oh, clearly they didn't film in the same locations at the same time. <laughs> the magic of green screen. Turns out they weren't fans of one another. Here's another thing I got to do. Hmm. You know me, Rory. If I'm into one thing, what is it? Putting zombies into classic films? 
No. That's unfortunately not what I was thinking about. Classic literature? I, I would have accepted Beethoven fat and zombies. Women. Amadeus with zombies. <laughs> However, what is my number one thing, Rory? Jurassic Park with zombies. The actual answer is call out culture. Oh. Call okay, that's different. You know I'm big into call out culture. Explain. I think everybody has something you can shame them about and shame them you should. Because uh -huh. that's leverage over them. And if they come at you, you crush them. Are so, you with me so far? Uh, yeah. Okay. It's time to pay for your sins, Rory. All right. What do you got? I have receipts for an abort now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Look, as a fan of shitty movies, why don't you have any interest in watching Red Letter Media, Best of the Worst? That's all know. they do is watch shitty movies and then talk hilariously about them and drink heavily. Because I like talking about them. And I just like watching them instead. Instead of watching that, I'll just watch the movie they're talking about. That, then that's what you should use it as a resource for. Why? Watch and, watch the, if you watch the first 15 to 20 minutes of any best of the worst, they will set up the movie. They will do a better job of pitching it to you than the trailer would ever do if you could even find one. So from there, you spend a little time invested with the gang. I mean, maybe afterwards, but I don't know about before. Well, because they're going to show you clips that are going to sell you on it because they yeah, always do. It. And go then you just fucking go in. You watch it. Ah. I'll watch it with you. Here's, we can just rip off best now, of the worst now and here's do the it problem. together. Here's the problem here. with what you're saying. There is no I'm going to school you a little bit because you're that guy who before you go into a movie, you read about it and know what's going to fucking happen. No, I don't. What are you, you fucking talking about? Listen, before the Red Wedding happened on Game of Thrones, you were already reading about that shit. I read the fucking phone. books. Liar. I read the fucking books. I watched you reading the Wikipedia. I, what are you fucking <laughs> talking about, dude? I remember way that, back in That the day. defeats the entire purpose of everything I'm about. See, that's why I'm Which saying, is figuring I don't shit wanna... out as you go along. So, ex okay, then. So why would I watch something where they're going to show me clips of the movie before I've seen it? I like to go and clean slate. Because they're just going to show you. I like a, to go and clean They're going to show you a great line. It's going to be like Cameron Mitchell, King of the B movie. I'd rather just watch it. And then I go in and I watch Val Kilmer and Marlon Brando in uh, that awful uh, Dr. Moreau film. The story behind that is pretty nuts. Yeah, and then see, that's what I'm more interested in. You should watch like that documentary. Those, I have watched that documentary. Yeah, it's fucking dope. I mean, it's a terrifying story. It's very depressing. And it's way more interesting than the movie got, that got made. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like a Heart of Darkness situation with uh, yeah, I love Apocalypse it. Now. See, that's the kind of stuff I enjoy. Well, I love, I like documentaries. Is it, This seems more like it's like a commentary show. It's, it is where they're like, and then there's the part that I said they were going to blow up a car and they did. It's fucking amazing. One of them predicted that there was going to be like a 9-11 parallel and there ended up being one and they all just go wild. So how much are you paying? Are they paying you? They're, you know who's paying me, Rory? Our good pal, Emily. Oh, yeah. Because we are a strong coalition of red letter media. This ambush. It is right up your fucking alley and you just refuse to even check it out. <laughs> I just, I never think of it until every now and then you're like, hey, did you see this thing on Red Letter Media? I'm like, I don't, I don't ever go there. First of all, I never ask if you've seen it. I would probably would ask you, if I've sent you, it to you before. Yeah, that's fair. Or you'll send something to me. I'm like, all right, I'll check it out and I'll skim through it. I go, okay, there we go. Skimmer. Skimmer? What yeah. do you think I do when Tanner sends me a song? I sit and listen to the whole thing. You suffer through it. <laughs> no. I get in there, I get in the mix, and I do what I was asked to do, Rory. Sure. By the codes and bonds of friendship. You always reserve the right to bail on something you don't like. You always reserve the right to bail. Sure. Excellent point, Rory. I just don't search out these sort of things. Well, when I deliver them to you, engage with them. Engage. I'm sure I do. There's great Trek content on there, Rory. Mm -hmm. It'll really blow your skirt up. When was last? See, and you'll send me that thing like, you should really check out Red Letter Media's blah, blah, blah. And like, that's me having to like take time out of my day to go search that shit out. And I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do I, it. I typically send you the link. I am a you courteous and benevolent you, God. You do not always send me the link. I don't, like, go through your history, sir, and see when the last time you sent me a red letter media link. I delete my texts every couple days. Oh, uh, it's how convenient. Yeah. Contact it is, your it phone is, provider. I, at, at no point. Back. I demand to see the documents. I, at no point, denied that that was what I was doing, was insulating myself from criticism by yeah. deleting the texts. Yes. I'm just that smart, Rory. How very Republican of you. <laughs> Once again, you all knew this was coming. I said as much. Conservative <laughs> pod. We got some good yelling in right there. Big time Limbaugh shit coming for you. Everybody on the road still? That's good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I was nervous for a second for everybody. We got off to a hot start. 
Oh, that's fine. We could we could wind down with a little. I'm, I'm still. Listen, I'm sorry I came at you like that. It's, it's every couple of weeks. <laughs> I, I just I just wait for him. I let you. You're right. I'm not think. sorry. I put out my reasoning and then we move on. Yeah. Well, I consider that an admission of defeat on your part, Rory. Just so you know. Whatever makes you feel better. <laughs> my reality is the reality. Let's just put it that way. Uh huh. Because I am a Republican. Donald Koch. You gotta <laughs> have that baby. <laughs> That's really sad. that's really sad. That's, that makes me so sad. Yeah, well. Um, honestly, half of while you were talking, I was just glazing over. Again, I'm still trying to think of fun movies that you could add zombies to. I don't glaze over shit when you talk. Aliens the attack the Earth, and we're thinking that they're there to destroy us, and really, they're there to help us fight the zombie threat. <laughs> uh, that we, sounds like a you movie. We should write that. I, I have no interest in what that. What do you call it? First off, I mean. It's yeah. impossible to think First of, of all, that is that. the plot of like 9,000 things that have been watched on Red Letter Media. Just not as a selling point for you, but just to let you know the idea's been done. <laughs> dinosaurs, aliens, alien dinosaurs, dinosaur aliens, werewolves, yetis. Not super interested in dinosaurs, gotta be honest. Yeah, dinosaur exactly, movies. but it's just been done. It's all been done. Yeah. Woo-hoo-hoo. That's why we start adding zombies to classic blockbuster hits. Okay, what one would you do? I'm trying to think. What about Scarface? Shawshank Redemption <laughs> with zombies. Who's the guy? Oh, what's it? Brooks? He's the yeah. old guy? Yeah. He hangs himself and just <laughs> immediately turns into a zombie. It's <laughs> just left there. <laughs> like a fucking air freshener just hanging. Yep. I wish I could tell you that Andy Dufresne was not bitten on the penis by the sisters. <laughs> yeah. Who had all turned into zombies from eating spoiled powdered milk. <gasps> He's just sitting there. <laughs> They're eating me alive! <laughs> And it was different after that day. It was just him. <laughs> he walked around the yard like a man without a care in the world. <laughs> Eventually, he just became a torso in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> but I never stopped loving him. Credits. <laughs> just them on the beach of Mexico. <laughs> He's got Tim Robbins' head in a jar. I was going to say, much shorter movie. Much better movie. That would have beat Forrest Gump that year at the Oscars. Oh, there's another good one. Forrest Gump was zombies. Forrest Gump was zombies. Forrest Gump's already got so much shit going down. Yeah, and imagine how much more would have happened if he had turned into a zombie at one point. Right at the beginning, actually. That'd be pretty good. (laughs) Then he can't be an offensive stereotype of of an autistic person. He's just a zombie. Yep. He's carrying Lieutenant Dan out of the woods every now and then. And then she takes a little bite. A little gnawing on him. (laughs) Stop it, Forrest. That's the real reason he lost his legs. Forrest just ate him along the way. Oh man! I'm sorry, I ate we're your ruining legs. a bunch of classic films. It's great, Dance of Dances with Wolves and Dances Zombies. With zombies. It's just literally a guy trying to polka with a zombie. We're listen. We're we're coming up with billions of dollars worth of ideas. Well, wait a minute, Forrest Gump, Shawshank. There was a third movie that came out, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction with zombies. Ooh! So instead of the gimp, he just brings out a big fat zombie on a chain. Just at that one point. Yeah. But also, they're like just zombies looming around every now and then. One of them just has to kill a zombie. Yeah. Like a hammer or a... Again, I see a lot of penis biting by the zombies. In, especially in a Quentin Tarantino yeah, film. Yeah, in Pulp Fiction. There's a lot of opportunities. When John Travolta's sitting on the toilet, maybe instead of Bruce Willis shooting him, he just bites his dick. Well, so you're saying Bruce Willis is a zombie yeah, at that point? at this point. Okay. When does he when does he turn into a zombie? Does um, the gimp bite him? He hasn't run into the gimp at that point, has he? No, Does he get all after. fucked up before he meets Vincent? He gets no. all fucked up, and then he's heading back to his house where he's grabbing that shit. To, like, he's getting the thing before they take out of t- they get out of town. He's right? going back for the watch. Yeah. I think he sees Vincent before he gets all fucked oh, up. Oh, and then he hits Marcellus Wallace at the intersection right after you And think? then they get kidnapped by the rapists, yeah. Yeah. Okay, maybe. Yeah, you might be right. I that think. might be this conflict. Like, what it's been happens a while. before that? He's at the hotel. Hmm. What if he just randomly has an aneurysm? That's probably the only way to explain it. It's not very creative, but nothing else like sets it up. You just know he he was a dead man walking after a punch <laughs> that he took in the fight the night before. Oh, tied in with Kill Bill, yeah. The five point exploding heart palm. Oh. So his heart just explodes. Yeah. Kill Bill comes by. Take five more steps. His girlfriend's just wheeling him around in a dolly the whole movie because if he takes one more step, his heart's going to explode. Think about how different Kill Bill would have been with zombies. Yeah. Wow. That would have been infinitely better. I like Kill Bill a lot, but 
zombies would have been just really scented over the top. Hmm. I mean, she's technically a zombie. They thought they killed her. She came back from the dead. Think about that. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I'm just saying, technically, technically, she's the zombie. That was the first film I saw of Quentin Tarantino's. I was like, oh, yeah, he's got a foot thing. Mm-hmm. Like, where you really, like, I really knew it. I think Pulp Fiction, when they're doing the little Charleston and their stocking feet. That's fair. Or I guess we all should have known from what he did in um, From Dusk Till Dawn. Oh, my God. Yeah, for people who haven't seen that, Rory, fucking please tell the people at home. What? Doesn't she just, like, rub her foot all over his face? She, like, puts a shot in his mouth. and She puts her foot in Quentin Tarantino's mouth, and he is doing the acting of a lifetime because he's not acting. Yeah. Because he is coming in his pants. He fucking loves it. And then she takes mezcal and pours it down her thigh into his mouth. Yeah. Somewhere, (laughs) there's a special room at Quentin Tarantino's house. Where he's just got tons of unedited footage of people's feet. That just plays on loop while he rubs a mannequin foot against his cheek. Weird guy, Quentin Tarantino. Super weird. Weird guy. Great stuff. Guess where he lives now? Where? Israel. Really? Yeah. Interesting. He moved into some, like, exclusive community in Tel Aviv because his wife is from Israel. Oh. So he's gone. So, yeah, he's officially an enemy of the state, Rory. (laughs) Um, Because I'm conservative, but I don't support Israel. How about that? Wow. Look there's, at you. There's Cons- a little fake in the Conservative move. with his own views. Yeah. Look at that. That's right. What? Uh, how many films does he have left to make? One. One. He's making one more. He, he said. says he's going to. He is uh, like fucking old. He said he would stop at 60 or 10 films, whatever came first. But I think he's going for the symmetry and trying to finish at 10. Hmm. I would finish at nine because I'm a different kind of weirdo. I would go for one. Just, <laughs> just one would be good. Well, let's find out how old he is, shall we? Yell at your computer. Well, Indian series fucked up. She doesn't talk to me anymore. Like all the women. You broke your you broke your phone? Well, it did an update and now fucking series all messed up. Now it's just fucking Todd. Hey Todd. <laughs> the fuck do you want, bro? <sighs> How old is Quentin Tarantino? Shut the fuck up. He's fifty eight. Why the fuck do you care? <laughs> he is fifty eight. <laughs> Thank thanks, Todd. <laughs> just what a dick. Uh well. Yeah, we got we got two years and one more Tarantino movie, and then it's all over. I wonder, I wonder what if it'll he, be. Yeah, I wonder if he's just going to make another super long movie that slightly fucks with history and ends in orgiastic violence. I would. Well, he really loves the build. He really loves the build. You got to do something different, man. I uh, love his shit. Still, don't get me wrong. Sure. What if this last one's just a slapdash comedy? <laughs> <laughs> just totally is just like I've always wanted to make. Like a really funny film, and it's just the worst pile of crap you've ever seen. Tiny Three Skadoo. Yeah. He just remakes some old 1920s comedy about some dude. My little baby doll. Falling in a manhole. <laughs> it's just, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy Stewart. I oh, fell in a manhole. God. Tell you, Mr. Potter. <laughs> That'd be crazy if he remade It's a Wonderful Life. I'm surprised no one has. With zombies? <laughs> I want to live, Clarence. Seriously, there's going to be the perfect film out there for that comparison. I just don't know. That's him. Like that match. That's the movie because it's Jimmy, a wonderful life. Oh, look out! He throws himself off the bridge successfully, and the angel's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> and he just dies. <laughs> what can we do? And it's just him, like, "Oh shit!" Don't you just dragging the body? Resurrects him as a zombie, and he goes home on Christmas and eats his family and friends. And they just go and spread the plague. The last shot is just. We just watch from the perspective of Mr. Potter. <laughs> As they come for him, yep. and the house just explodes oh, in the background. Oh, Jesus! Mother of God. Last shot is just him putting a bullet in his head. It's his assistant running away with a fistful of cash. Get back here, you cowards! I was moved in this way. <laughs> yep. I think that's a better movie. A good death. The other one's a classic, but ours is better. Infinitely. Yeah. That might be it. It's got something for everyone. It's a wonderful life. Christians, sickos. Anybody good with zombie makeup? We're just going to make these trailers. Send them off to the Academy. You know who's sick at makeup is uh, probably not friend of the pod. I'm sure she's never heard of it or listened to an episode in her life. Emily Brock. Oh, yeah. Out, Very talented out makeup artist. Out in, out in Hellowood. I'm not telling any incriminating stories about her, so I'll use her full government name. Yeah. Because you should check out her stuff. She's, she's very talented. Yeah. She could bank us in the zombies. That's an endorsement. 
Yeah, a ringing endorsement. Because we're noted from, cretins. From two weirdos. <laughs> uh, it's like we just start endorsing political candidates and they're like, no, 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 no please don't do that. Don't help me. <laughs> just, we got to start just putting some random people, just start throwing them out, even though they're not even running. City councilman Mitchell Abraham. <laughs> what? I would go to every press conference. I would go to every hearing, whatever there was the public thing, just to, just so you could grill him. Councilman Mitch. No. What? What do you say to that stuff that we used to talk about uh, back when we would hang out at your house and your parents were gone? No, no, I have no comment at this time. Yeah, like I'm really going to accept journalism from a guy whose eggs stick to the pan. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Damn it, he's using the scramby defense. Oh, it's too good. It's like a knife to my heart. Uh, somewhere there's Senator a universe Mitch. where Mitch went to Harvard Law and just goes out there and crushes arguments, people. Just wearing loafers with no socks. <laughs> you can't make an omelet, Todd. <laughs> this is what you call fucking hash brown? <laughs> I'd like to see if you could balance the national debt. <laughs> just, <laughs> He's just bullying people outright in Congress. Yeah. He just goes up to Marjorie Taylor Greene and cross-checks her with an AK-47. How did that feel? Gun control. Not good, right? Abortion should be legal. It is legal. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Here's your gun back. Yeah. Oh, no. <clears throat> I mean, he's got my vote. I mean, honestly, I just look at the political landscape and I go, anyone can, anyone can run now. Anyone can do it. Dude, that's how she did it. Yeah. She just, like, married rich and owned a CrossFit gym. That was all that qualified yep. her to run for office. Yep. And she's going from the Trump playbook, dude, and it is... It is a shitty masterpiece. Yep. It's working gangbusters. There's her and there's the other one, Lauren Boebert, who's got the, it's like an open carry restaurant or something. Shooter's Grill. Yeah. I sit there and go, why do you need this, though? It's to prove a point. It's Uh all just to prove a point. I can do it because I was never told no in my life. (laughs) It worked. It worked. So uh, in the next couple of years, I'll be running for uh, senator. (laughs) I don't know where I'll be, but I, wherever I am, I'm going to run for senator. That's the thing, and I'm, I'm not calling you a liberal. I love this state. <laughs> it is the best state in the country. Vermont is huge. It's the biggest state. If you don't like it, you can get out. <laughs> Just See, the thing is, I know you're not like a liberal or a neoliberal. You have leftist politics, but you are not. Sure. You're not a classic liberal. But the liberal party desperately needs provocateurs like marjorie taylor green like aoc is cool and composed and intelligent and well-spoken but but she should kind of just be a total cunt sometimes if you want to fight fire with fire yeah yeah i could be that dumb asshole you're saying i'm saying you're overqualified to be the (laughs) dumb asshole that's perfect i just gotta start coming up with like really terrible arguments yes correct that make no sense and when they go Oh, that's not true. We got numbers here. You just go, no, that's, that's not, not true. those aren't real. Yeah. Fake news. You want to kill babies. You hate babies that are alive. <laughs> just, no, we don't. Yes, you do. You're right. I do want to kill babies because those babies could grow up to be Republicans. <laughs> just awful. Awful. You thing. just light a Bible on fire and peg it at one of them. I'm going to start calling people dum-dums and just be a real prick. Yeah. yeah. Listen, guys, I don't know how old you need to be to run for Senate, but what do we got? Like 10, 15 people listening? That's enough. I think you're close. I think it's 35. Ooh. I know president's 35. Yeah. It might be younger for Senate. May- maybe. Am I older than AOC? AOC's in the house. Oh. And I think Madison Cawthorn. Well, I got to work my way up. I'll take whatever. It's yeah. cool, guys. Could <laughs> be an alderman, like a kick-ass yeah. alderman. Vote for me, whatever. I'm going to run for uh, Duke of Vermont. <laughs> just, write, Duke. just write me in somewhere. Yeah. Just you and Vermin Supreme. Yeah. If I can get vermin, well, if I can get vermin supreme numbers, I'll be living pretty. What are you gonna put on your head if not a boot? I don't know, a hat. Maybe like a like a hat. There's a classic twist, like a wizard's hat. Yeah. Support our troops. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> got my vote. It's just the dildo helmet from Orgasmo. <laughs> Support the troops. <laughs> I don't understand what the hat was about, but I love his message. I don't know why they won't let this guy kiss babies. <laughs> Listen, this is all sounding better and better. I just need it. So, I mean, you're obviously running my campaign, so. We're coalescing around a real message here. That's what's so important. Listen, everything that happens in the United States is a fucking joke. 
get on board and get someone who can yell loud. At this point, it's just going to be performance art. Us running your campaign is going to be performance art. And guess what else we're going to do, Rory? Change my middle name to Mountain Dew. That, 100%. I like what you're thinking about sponsorship. Rory, Mountain Dew Fitzgerald. And then we sell our entire campaign as an NFT. Oh, yeah. You like how I brought up the shit this time? I mean, you've done that the past couple times. I've been trying to stay away from it. I call this stealing your power. No, it's fine. I thought of a great skit the other day, actually, speaking of NFTs. (laughs) It's just the future you coming back to kick your ass. You stupid fuck! You were right about NFTs, but the most valuable ones turned out to be children. (laughs) You should have had like 18 of them. We'd be rich. I just wake up in a cold sweat. (laughs) Ugh! Or there's just a (laughs) giant stack of babies. You just look at them. I knew this was the right decision. (laughs) I get reached through from a portal. (laughs) Bruce! It's just the Flash. (laughs) It's you wearing the Flash. Uh, No, wrong wrong guy. Oh, sorry. What's my future? You you don't want to know. Better that you don't ask. (laughs) Shit. The truth is not your friend. (laughs) And then he farts as he disappears. <laughs> oh, no. With zombies. Again, watching all of Infinity War, like the whole build up to it. But also there's an army of the dead on like the third front. You know, they did that as a comic series, right? Oh, really? Marvel zombies. Where just wow. all the heroes are getting bit. And like Captain America's a zombie. Oh, so it's just Captain America zombie tearing through people. Yeah, dude. There's like a small group of them that remain alive. I can't remember who. Howard the Duck shows up. He's a zombie. <laughs> yeah, dude. They went full nutbar with it. It was great. <laughs> Damn. It's like the ones you got to find, but they're like tens of dollars. And who's got that kind of money? Yeah. You know? I think they might. They're doing some. Oh, God. We're gonna, I'm, nope. Fuck it. I'm, I'm pulling the break. I'm not talking about Marvel again. Yeah. No, that's fair. It's not worth the exchange of gases. No, that's fine. I like bringing up that they did zombies, though. Yeah. That's as far as it needs to go. Infinity War. Rory. Technically. All the people that came back at the end of Endgame were zombies. Were zombies. Mm, I'll give it to you. Thank you. I'll give it to you. Thank you. Raised from the dead, no souls. Exactly. Because they got left in the soul stone. You destroyed the soul stone. That's canon. So, yeah. You know, now nobody has souls. I want to know what Captain America was doing after he went back and decided to live a full life with <laughs> Peggy Carter. A lot of dancing. Like when New York is being bombed, is that what they're doing? They're just... <laughs> Same thing. She, they haven't eaten or slept. He's just holding bones. <laughs> very, very sad. He's just hugged her to death yeah. like Lenny in Of Mice and Men. Turns out they were right. He didn't know what to do if there was no fighting. <laughs> so just, just him of 80 years of PTSD. And still just aggressively jagged because he just yeah. has all the time <laughs> in the world. We finally got that dance. <laughs> Arm falls off. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So that's all we really need to say about Marvel. I guess. Yeah. Let's just take them down a bit. We, we bring it over into the DC world. Also zombies. Yeah. I just had to get out of the way. Suicide Squad versus zombies. Ooh. There's one for you. They lose. The neckbeards would come out in droves, man. Fire dude just tries to light them all on fire. And they're like, no, wait. And so they just got flaming zombies coming after them. They just <gasps> fight them all apart. Kill me. Yeah. Just Will Smith being ripped apart. Yep. Just a real, real mess. Real mess. Like, you get like 30 minutes in, they do that stupid build they do in that movie, which is why everybody hated it. It took 40 minutes. It took, yeah, just to, just to introduce everybody. Yeah, what the fuck, man? It was awful. Because they did, they, it's like they tried, again, getting into it, it's like they tried to make the first Avengers film without making all the previous films. So you jump in and they're like, well, how are we going to explain all this shit? They yeah. should have just let the story do it. We don't know who these characters are. You gotta, you gotta tell us. And then Zack Snyder just took the back of your head and just smashed it into the wall just for 40 minutes. Somewhere there's, I want to do the Snyder Cut of Suicide Squad. It's four hours he long. He didn't do Suicide Squad. Oh, who did it? Uh, David Ayers. Oh, he sucks then. He sucks. I apologize to Zack Snyder. Yeah, Zack Snyder would have taken only slightly more care with the <laughs> property. <laughs> Oh, it was awful. It was an awful film. Dude, it's terrible. I watch bad films. That's one where I was like, this is the kind of bad film I don't like. But the problem I'm is... I'm glad they, we got around to finding it. They, There you go. 
they hire visionless people because they essentially just need puppet directors to make sure everything shares an aesthetic and gels with the overall world and what they're trying to do. We've determined this will sell the most toys and commemorative cups. So we're going to rock out five uh, sets of this shot, and then we're going to move on. So we don't want to see your tank uh, take on Shang-Chi. We just want you to make Shang-Chi. Here's what we need in the movie. He, yeah, he and they just got a casting giant. director out there. Yeah. And, yeah. We're going to get Will Smith. Sweet. We've got a movie. Hey, great for all those actors. Aquafina's showing up pretty much, you know, on the regular now. Good for her. Yep. Total unknown guy is the lead guy. Great. All great. All Asian cast. Super awesome. Even better. And it's just like, unfortunately, it's going to be a total thumbs in the middle movie because Marvel's not in the business of taking chances. Nope. And you can trust me on that because, again, Republican. <laughs> and I know. I know America. Those are my values. Uh, we should make a country song. Have that baby. <laughs> no. You gotta. Living free except when I don't like your freedoms. These colors don't run and neither do I. That's why I lost my foot to diabetes mellitus. It's more of a soul song now. Uh, yeah, it was like it changed right in the middle there, which would be, again, revolutionary stuff. You ever heard this new country R&B? That this guy's putting out, it is wildly confusing, but I cannot stop listening. Yeah, I mean, there's like no storyline to any of the songs. He's pretty much, Rainbow I'd have to imagine, talking about things he's seeing around him in the room. Yeah, but if you can like get even a piece of either of those markets, you win. Dairy Creamer. It's like usually you got to get like 20% of a market, you know, make some money. You just need 10 of both. You just need a little bit of the R&B, you need a little bit of that country. And you're making, like, double platinum. Yeah, you're just appealing to cretins from two different yeah. demographics. The hardest part will be doing it on stage in, like, a big amphitheater with a straight face. Yeah. Half the audience hates the other half the audience <laughs> for whatever reason. Oh, man. I want to get a contract writer that says I do every show in a fat suit, but I'm also just morbidly obese Garth Brooks. I just jack his look entirely and do the whole thing in a hover round. Oh, that'd be incredible. Wouldn't that be awesome? I have a tiny little guitar. It's not quite a ukulele. you got to get a lap steel. You're the guy who plays that, though. How do you play a lap steel with no lap? There's the question. Well, just it's sitting across like a bar that they've set up for you. <laughs> just digging into the fat. <laughs> yeah. This is a song about America. And a girl I love. I'm barely reaching it with the stubby <laughs> fingers, so I'm missing a bunch of notes. <laughs> How is he doing that? <laughs> God, he's sweating a lot. Every now and then some, some woman comes out to shoot what everyone thinks is water, but it's really vodka into your mouth from a squirt <laughs> bottle. Thank you, darling. And I just scream bloody murder. <laughs> Burst the blood vessels in my throat so it gets in my system quicker. Well, <laughs> this is your best entertainment value. And yeah. then I just vomit. People would go on to say that those were your best shows. And after that, you really became a lot more homogenized up until the day you died on stage the way Gigi Allen always wanted to. Yeah. I had to forklift my corpse out of there. Yep. Because that time I've become not fake obese. I've become totally real obese. Cause of death? Stage light fell on you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. This is a song about pink. Just dead. Not instantly either. Oh, God. This yeah. is horrible. It is a really drawn out. Like, you would have imagined uh, back in the day when the headsman didn't quite get the cut right. You know, didn't quite get the head off. Had to take a second, maybe even a third swing. It's like one of those. But no other swings were coming. It was just this big, heavy piece of the corner of a, of a stage light. Everybody just panicked. They're like, we really don't know what to do. What should we do? And your, then <laughs> your overly attractive 20-something girlfriend runs out. No, no, baby. We didn't get married yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll now pronounce you man and wife. Say, say I do. It. Say I do. Say it. This is legally binding. <laughs> yeah. No. In fact, she's, she ends up killing you quicker because she jumps down on you, and that just causes the blood to leave you faster. Yep. Yeah, I could see that big-time ellipsoidal just right in the head. Oh, yeah. Right down to the eye. It's, like, really uncomfortable mm -hmm. to look at. They're like, hey, buddy, are you okay? And I'm just, meh, yep, meh, meh. Legs are going. Oh, yeah, you're, you're dead. Yep. You're dead before the ambulance gets there. Good 28 minutes. Oh, yeah. Not sure what they should do. Do we take it out or do we leave it in? Is this too dark for everybody? <laughs> <laughs> it's just me, you guys. Don't worry about it. Oh, no. Yep. The and then they, bear, they lift me out of there with dignity. They yep. put some straps under me and use a winch. People didn't realize that you were in the military and have a military funeral. 
<laughs> Sergeant Koch was a bitter man. Just bang, you're shooting in the background. <clears throat> President Matthew McConaughey made him an honorary soldier. <laughs> Your girlfriend, not there. <laughs> she, is not, she is getting everything she can from the house. Getting into the car with the guy who you thought was just your masseuse, and off they go. Yep. It doesn't end well for them, obviously, because they have no other reputable skills. They just become scam artists. Yeah. Fall into drugs. Really sad story. It doesn't end well for them, so I no. guess in the end, it's kind of a Pyrrhic victory, but in dying, I won. Hmm. Well, at least, you know, they didn't get your money, which gets left to some... To all of my children yeah. that I had with Lena Dunham. Oh, no! <laughs> what all, a dar- what? all nine of them. What? Oh, jeez. And they just... Just abuse it. Yep. yep. She just looks like Gilbert Grape's mom at this point. <laughs> yes, she does. In the back of a VW van. Oh, no. All the kids are like, someone better go mist and fan mama. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing ever. <laughs> That's... That's like the most horrible... <laughs> it's the meanest thing I've ever said about anyone. That's the most horrible thing. I have, I have the worst image. <laughs> it's also... Listen, it's... It's not that funny. Listen, it's totally unreasonable because if somehow she was involved in your, like, your money, she would have gotten liposuction at this point. So well, no, she loves her body, and that's the point. I see. That's like her, that's her big thing now. Oh. And like, hey, go for it. You know what? I'm not trying to body shame. <clears throat> There's plenty of other people doing yeah. that. You don't need me to pile on. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's what you weren't doing. I'm just making an observation. That's all I'm doing. Well done. <laughs> I'm not saying anything mean. I'm just telling the future, says Koch. Why do good girls like bad guys? That's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but it's okay because you're dead. So Jesus Christ. I'm the one who has to deal with the fallout. Yeah, what are you doing in this whole point? How are you profiting off I of this? I was the man who cut the light. <laughs> oh, my God, twist. Yeah. That's pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> See, for years, I was with the band, and I played for a while. But obviously, I get into like a really like hard meth habit. Everyone's like, why, Rory? Meth is so cheap. We all have millions of dollars. What are you doing? I'm like, get off my back about it. I'm just really freaking out. And so you guys kick me out of the band. And so I freak out for a while. And eventually, I, I like find out where you're going on the tour. I falsify my identity with the money I have left. I sneak into the venue. I start working there for several months before you get there. Everybody starts knowing me. Hey, Hector, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, man. I walk in, I climb up, and I wait. And then when I, the time is right, I drop that shit right on you, and I get away. No one's the wiser. So it's just pure vengeance. You haven't found a way to profit off of this. No, there is no profit. I've literally lost my mind. Again, I'm doing meth. Okay. This is all just from the moment it happens becomes like a real, um, like, wh- what was that movie? A Good Man? Where um, the Seagal movie? No, not no, yeah, not that one. Um, law-abiding citizen. Oh yeah, that's the one. Thank you. Where he just like has that horrible thing happen to him. Except no one died. I'm just crazy, and so I just build this very long, elaborate plan to catch you at a moment and kill you. And you're just hiding out in Mexico. What did you do? Dropped a light on a fat guy. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's hot. Yep. How much money you got? <laughs> Everyone's out for my money still. Yep. And, I mean, if we're going to finish this in true Rory fashion, you get stabbed. You oh, let a woman yeah. in, she stabs you. Oh, yeah. You could have had everything. I loved you. <sighs> she just takes the petty cash that I have in the room and leaves me. Yep. yep. Tips a dresser over on you. Now, see, I don't die from it, but I go to a really, like, bad hospital because I don't want to explain what happened to anybody. And from that, I get sepsis and die. They're like, not to brag, but we have a 90% deadly infection rate at this hospital. Yep. And, like, it's like 20, 30 days of real bad... Real bad infection. Oh, just awful. It's just blue cheese. The whole room just yep. stinks like blue yep. cheese. And I just slowly die in a hospital bed like, kill me! <laughs> and I try to escape once, but I can't because I'm so like malnourished and tired. They know I'm going to die. Yeah. They're just like, again, I feel like at this point, some of the doctors are just billing some money out of my estate. And, you know, then from there, it just gets held and eventually gets passed back to the government because I list no one as my next of kin. <laughs> That's exactly what you would want, is the government getting your money. Yeah. No, I just didn't think about it, because I was like, I'm going to live forever. Again, meth. It's the final ironic twist of the knife. Yeah, so that's that's basically what ends up happening to me in that whole thing. This is a fully fleshed out story. Now, Tanner, (laughs) white supremacist, really crazy, goes down and forms a militia group. It's pretty crazy. Justifies it because there's a couple of black people in it, but still, super racist. Don't, don't get any, no, like, don't. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, exactly. There's hate in them hearts. It's it's bad. 
And so uh, eventually the government has to step in when they start making some plans to do something a little more than patrol the forest. And they all get in a, you know, 10, 15 day protracted siege with the FBI, which ends with all of them being gunned down. At an IHOP. To the last man. They tried to annex an IHOP. Yeah. This they here's make their our stand. IHOP. <laughs> like so many great men before us, we make our stand at a Waffle House. And of course, Mitch, Senator. Yes, correct. Go in there and get them. <laughs> Take them out any, by any means necessary. Make sure this doesn't get traced back to me. <laughs> ah, Mr. Representative, come on in. I have some scrambies. Let me crack those toes. Get those shoes off. What's going to take to get you to sign this bill? You want me to crack them toes? I'll crack them toes. Most successful senator in history. Moves on to the presidency very quickly. So beloved. All of us conveniently dead. Mm. No one's heard of the Skimbo Lounge at that point. Turns out Mitch was the smart one all along. Kaiser Soze. Yep. Just sitting there. He's been playing the fool this yep. whole time. Uh, he's the servants in Moliere. Hmm, very interesting. Mm, uh, you bring up Moliere. Uh, Moliere. Tartuffe. <laughs> oh, what a dry bon mot, that Tartuffe. So terrible. Such an awful fucking... Anyways. We had to do scenes from Tartuffe. It's not fun. It was not fun. No. I was like, hey, great name. Tartuffe. Yeah. yeah. French... Comedy from this era, not fantastic. I'm good. Not my thing? No. Yeah. How droll. I stand George Bernard Shaw. <laughs> yas Queen. Oh. How are we doing on time? I haven't even... Well, we're, we're doing fine. We got like another 15 minutes if we really want to go. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because um, I think maybe now's as good a time to mention as any. We're taking a little vacay. Oh, yeah. Yep. Next two weeks, we're going to be off. Listen, so, I want to tell you guys with it. what I had planned, and, and Rory vetoed. He used his veto. I'll let you know why. I wanted to record this episode, take a little breaky-poo, and then record about a 12-minute episode that's very hostile between me and Rory, and then it spills over into a legitimate knockdown, drag-out argument, hurt feelings, injurious <laughs> language, just the most cutting verbal Ginsu knife insults. Really sell it. Really make it real. Kayfabe this motherfucker, right? Give you guys that 12-minute episode. Of hate. And then there isn't one the next week, and you go, they actually broke up. Yeah, you guys are super mad. Then we come back like nothing ever happened. Again, that would require us. First off, I feel like our audience would be like, "Mm, why'd they post this? Well, you justified it by being like, I don't want to deal with a bunch of text messages. I was like, I don't want to deal with everybody being like, what happened? What's going on? But then again, I'd be like, first off, if you like, most of them be like, why? That's weird. What's going on? I'd be like, nothing. <laughs> like you'd, I would have to play along with the ruse. You would. You have to. You'd have to be like, dude, fuck him. He's a piece yeah. of shit. He's dead to me. Yeah, and I disavow you too, and we could have it all worked out. Real Andy Kaufman like kind of long con. Yeah, just no, too much effort. Too much effort. What else do we have going on? Uh, you're right, but still, still too much effort. Well. Just a little preview of what could have been, you guys. COVID life has made me lethargic and unwanting. Fight that instinct. It's summertime. The zeal of life has gone from me, and I feel a melancholy coming forth. That's a good character for you. <laughs> Southern dandy. <laughs> Southern, Southern nihilist dandy. <laughs> Powerful heart today. I Not that g- it matters. <laughs> I was going to change the flower I have here on my breast. But then I thought, why? I left it wilting. I extended that to bathing as well. <laughs> Goodness. Scrape me with this spoon. <laughs> it's just a huge layer. It's like when you dig the scoop into a fresh Edie's and uh, it just rolls up, but it's just filth coming off your body. Perfume from the previous day. Perhaps I overapplied. I think it's stratified with my lotions and creams. I've been sleeping under the willows. <laughs> just... My socks are never dry. I have become drenched with their pollen, as is this season. I have become moist with despair. That sounds awful. <laughs> Just such a great character. Awful. <clears throat> Everything I wear is green with this awful kind of tint of yellow to it. Yeah. And people like definitely. And I don't I don't mean bright either. I mean like like a darker yeah. Like a sloth, literally. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. You got like moss on the armpits and shit. Yeah. Is that part of the suit, or is that pit stain coming through? <laughs> a little of both. What about I, the story of the pit stain dandy? And again, that I picked up that suit at like a corner thrift shop. 
I didn't. A man care. died in this suit. <laughs> I will take it. There was a stillborn kitten in the breast pocket. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to say was. I meant is. <laughs> <laughs> Takes it out, and puts it on the table. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that sounds horribly unpleasant. <laughs> I'll begin working on it immediately. I'm going to have to grow my mustache out forever. If you don't do it, it'd make a hell of an Adam Sandler movie. I mean, start writing it and send it to him. He'd probably look at this and be like, this is too good for us. <laughs> I'm still waiting to see if he's going to make the worst film, like he said, from Uncut Gems. I mean, of course I not. think it was an empty threat. So that's a shame. Making it as bad as it would have to be would have to be a conscious act. And his whole ethos is not putting work into shit. Well, that's... Damn it made himself a bunch of crap yeah, the defense rests on that one his all of his movies like you look at him and you go this was thought up in a single sentence and then extrapolated upon from there he thought about this what his assistant stories... thought this up waiting in line at subway yeah what if the stories he told uh came true the next day oh adam adam you told anyone else about this <laughs> idea i wonder i you look at the amount of money they put into some of those films too and you go oh my god I think he was a hired gun on that one. I might be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure that was a Disney joint. Oh, probably. But he, again, he went real family. Yeah. Click. And I get it. He's got kids. But you look at what he made back in the day and you go, I wonder what dirty old man Sandler would make for a film. Like if he really just went for it and tried. Yeah. Well, I mean, ugh, if you take the chains off him too much, you get that's my boy. Yes. And there's incest and like grannies with balls and stuff. No, it's not so bad. <laughs> and you're just like, no, Adam, that one maybe perhaps went a bit too far. He already made the worst film ever, and it's That's My Boy. It might be That's My Boy. People are like, I like that film. And I'm like, I don't see how. That's the one that broke me. That's the one that tested Ooh, my threshold. Because as uh, you recall, we went to see it together. Yep. And I basically was like fucking Alex DeLarge in Clockwork Orange just – had my eyes pried open. I'm strapped to the thing. I want to go home. Well, I remember there was one point where we looked at each other and we're like, we should have walked out, but it's too late now. In for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah, and at that point, we're like, it's got to be over soon. We might as well just ride it out. I remember at a point I looked over and you just like ripped the ticket up. And you're like, I don't want to remember this one. Threw it on the ground. Fuck no. It's like, that's a good point. I'm one of those douchebags that kept like all his movie tickets since like 2012. Oh, I have a, I, I have a bunch of them somewhere. At least the ones that I thought were cool. And I did not. And I put... The embarrassing ones in there. I went to see Captain Marvel by myself. <laughs> and I had the temerity Boo. to take a picture of it and, and say, pretty cool of me to do this on International Women's Day. I went and saw Endgame by myself, and it was the worst thing ever. Didn't you go at like 8 a.m.? I went early because I thought I was going to get less people in the theater. And what I got was a couple to my right where one of them had never seen any of the films and needed everything explained to her. And two old women on my left who pulled Tupperware out and ate strange-smelling food next to me. <laughs> a veteran move. The behind me was a bunch of kids from high school who all also talked through the whole film. And I was like, this is the worst thing ever. That's New York City, baby. You go yeah. to those like big chain fancy theaters there, it was fucking miserable. Yeah. I saw Bad Boys for Life there on a date. <laughs> I was like, you want to go to a movie? I'm like, yeah, there's some good stuff out. And she was like, yeah, I want to see Bad Boys for Life. And you were like, why? <laughs> I was like, do I need to have seen the first two bad boys to get it? And she was like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so you went and watched the first two no, bad boys? No, I didn't. I just <laughs> went to Bad Boys for Life. And You're like, okay, fuck it. Let's do it. Took all my cues from the audience because she kept looking over and being like, no fucking way. And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> He's the guy from the first movie. <laughs> He's back. Oh, Cool. What did, what did you like about that so much? She's just like super inquisitive to oh, your perspective. Man. It's probably just how like bad those boys were. Oh my god, why'd you think they why do you think they did that? And you're like, I don't know. Shut up and watch it. Did you fucking see that one? Bad yeah. Boys for Life, where they give those guys like the team of hung, young and hungry youngsters. Uh and they're getting too old for this shit. Uh -huh. Yeah, I sure did. Martin Lawrence goes into like a diabetic coma, doesn't he, at one point? <laughs> yeah, he's dying. He just wants to go home. He wants to quit getting shot. <laughs> I understand. Fat Chance Martin Lawrence. <laughs> Not, Not this, this time. time. <laughs> just poor guy. Yeah, no, I saw that one. I'm trying to. Oof. That one. That one was again. That one wasn't terrible. I watched Bad Boys One and Two though. Ugh. I've seen pieces of both of them. Does that count? No. 
You were, you're talking earlier pieces. <laughs> watching pieces of things. Yeah, I'm not anti-peace. <laughs> yes, you, you were earlier. No, I was the one that said if you watch Red Letter Media, like they give you little teaser chunks. Yeah, no. Go back and go back and listen. We don't to have tape. to do this again. I'm pro teaser chunk. <laughs> All right, it's fair. Uh, push the whopper button. There's an inside reference for you. But you won't get it because you don't watch Red Letter Media. I was like, great. I don't look at who's Emily crapped her pants just now. We don't. <laughs> we don't. We don't need to get into this. Dick, dick face. Well, you should know dick. that I'm always the one that's going to rip open old wounds. Dick face. Because I'm a Republican. <laughs> Remember that thing you did. Have that baby. You gotta. <laughs> oh, no. That's just my campaign slogan. This is don't name this episode "Have That Baby." No, I'm gonna call it "With Zombies." Ellipsis oh. with zombies. Yeah, it's not bad because it's come up enough times. Yep. Well, we got about five more minutes. Is there any other great speaking of zombies? Because <laughs> don't get me wrong, "It's a Wonderful Life" is pretty damn good with zombies. I bet you there's somebody out there who's like, I know a better one, which you can comment on this episode's Instagram. Oh yeah, um, if you want. Oh, speaking of or which, don't. I'm not your mom. Friend of the pod, I'm gonna call her Scary T because again, I don't, I don't know who wants their name on this and who doesn't. That's <laughs> fair. As you just call people out by name, because we're so subversive. We're the real bad boys here. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Scary T was the only entry we got into the new mascot contest. Uh, what was it? Her mom tried to bake like a little ramekin of bread, oh. and it exploded over onto the side and looks like a big like whale dork. Um, oh. You know how, like, orcas, sometimes their fin will curl over? Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kinda sad did, fin. It kind of did one of those. Technical term. Sad fin, correct. Yeah. This one's got, like, sad bread willy. So, what kind of bread was it? Uh, good question. So, it's sad bread. It's very sad, uh, flaccid boner bread. Did it come with a name? Like, Rudolph no. the sad no. bread? Not at all. All right, well, looking at the picture, you got to name the bread. But yeah, that's that's it. That's the new that's the new uh that's yeah. I guess that's the, the next part is to put it out there and have a naming contest. Yeah. If you guys want to name that sad bread, we'll put can we put a picture of it up? Yeah. On the Instagram. Let's I'll get that. it from her. Done and done. Yeah, we'll run a little competition. How about that? And we'll uh see if anyone comes with I mean, first name that comes to mind is always Douglas. I think Douglas the sad bread sounds pretty great. Douglas is a good one. Um but yeah, we'll see if anyone has that. Until somebody comes up with a, a different mascot idea. And it changes hands. That's it. That's the one. That's the one. It's just that easy, folks. It's just that fucking easy. How long will the bread stand as the mascot? You can dethrone it at any time. The power is literally in everyone's hands. Yeah. We, we swing that kind of lumber. <laughs> you better fucking believe it. Because we're bad boys for life. Watch out. Oh, you brought it back. Oh, it's so clever. They did three movies of that. This episode was tight. Look at how good we are. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Just let me have this one, man. Not this time. We'll have to do a really dark episode. Maybe we'll put up an, a Patreon one of these days. This wasn't a dark episode? No, this is a pretty dark <laughs> episode. But I mean, like, worse. Depravity pod. Yeah. It's come up with awful shit. Yup, I'll pay $2 for that. Skimbo after dark. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck does that look like? Skimbo black label, yeah. Skimbo after dark. That would be the move, man, is to eventually get to the point where we do this. We take a powder to get some food, chill out for a minute, and then we come back and we do Skimbo After Dark. Skimbo <laughs> After Dark. And that's where we really take the chains off. Well, that's where we're going there because we don't on this show. <laughs> Bad voice for life, baby. We got to fucking do it. I was like, Sometimes we pull our punches here. You wouldn't believe it if you listened, but. Hard to believe. Does that scare you? It should scare you. Yeah. I think we pulled fewer than usual on this one. Uh, yeah, maybe. I expect to get a sternly worded letter from Lena Dunham. <laughs> hey, cut it out. Sent from the back of my van. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, I got the wrong letter from the wrong woman. This was supposed <laughs> to be Jody Arias. I knew it. I knew it was going to be Jody. All right. Well, that's it. I think I'm going to officially, with this episode, retire that bit. Unless, like, a really <laughs> juicy opportunity comes Unless up. Unless she writes back. Unless she There's writes back. There's a chance. She's going to get your letter one day. And she might just look at it and go, fuck this guy, yeah. and just throw it. That might have already happened. Yeah. It may have never been delivered to her. They may have looked at this and been like, he's taunting a caged animal. Like, yeah. why, why would we give fuck her this? this guy. You never know, though. If I was the kind of person who was in there, I'd be like, I want every letter. Well, but that, there again, like, you I'd write them be- all back. Dear, sorry, I stabbed that person 47 times. 
you're right, I should kill myself. But they put me in a suicide-proof room. <laughs> writing with crayon. <laughs> Thanks for writing. Rory the Slasher Fitzgerald. <laughs> Just really. P.S. Still going to kill you. Wink. Gonna, hope I don't get out. <laughs> you imagine every single. Rory, you got to quit putting you're going to kill people in the messages. They expect that. They expect that from me. They like when I say never sleep again. <laughs> sleep with one eye open. But I think like Revan William before her, um, I'm retiring the Jody bit. Again, unless a real juice ball comes up. Mm-hmm. Unless something real crazy happens. Like, don't get me wrong. When, when old Reverend William croaks, we might have something to say. I hope that gets back to us. It might. I think it might. <laughs> Here's hoping. <laughs> we can dare to dream. <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably enough from the bad boys for this week, don't Wishful you think? Wishful thinking. All right, go on. Dreams. Yeah, uh, I'm good. You have anything you want to plug, Rory? No. Two weeks coming up, Rory. A lot can happen. It's, yeah, no. Okay. Well, that's fair. Well, enjoy your little vacation because we'll be back, and we'll be back with a vengeance twice over. So until next time, thank you. Go fuck yourselves, and goodbye. Goodbye.